Listen to God's Word for March 25th. Today's reading is Joshua 9 and 10. May God bless this reading of His Word. Joshua 9 Now when news of this reached all the kings west of the Jordan, those in the hill country, the foothills, and all along the coast of the great sea toward Lebanon, the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, they came together to wage war against Joshua and Israel. But the people of Gibeon, having heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, acted deceptively and set out as envoys, carrying on their donkeys worn-out sacks and old wineskins, cracked and mended. They put worn, patched sandals on their feet and threadbare clothing on their bodies, and their whole supply of bread was dry and moldy. They went to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal and said to him and the men of Israel, We have come from a distant land. Please make a treaty with us. But the men of Israel said to the Hivites, Perhaps you dwell near us. How can we make a treaty with you? We are your servants, they said to Joshua. Then Joshua asked them, Who are you, and where have you come from? Your servants have come from a very distant land, they replied, because of the fame of the Lord your God. For we have heard the reports about him, all that he did in Egypt, and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites beyond the Jordan. Sihon king of Heshbon, and Og king of Bashan, who reigned in Ashtaroth. So the elders and inhabitants of our land told us, Take provisions for your journey, go to meet them, and say to them, We are your servants, please make a treaty with us. This bread of ours was warm when we packed it at home on the day we left to come to you. But take a look, it is now dry and moldy. These wineskins were new when we filled them, but look, they are cracked. And these clothes and sandals are worn out from our very long journey. Then the men of Israel sampled their provisions, but did not seek the counsel of the Lord. And Joshua made a treaty of peace with them to let them live, and the leaders of the congregation swore an oath to them. Three days after they had made the treaty with the Gibeonites, the Israelites learned that they were neighbors, living among them. So the Israelites set out, and on the third day arrived at their cities, Gibeon, Kephira, Beirath, and Kiriath-Jerim. But the Israelites did not attack them, because the leaders of the congregation had sworn an oath to them by the Lord, the God of Israel. And the whole congregation grumbled against the leaders. All the leaders answered, We have sworn an oath to them by the Lord, the God of Israel, and now we cannot touch them. This is how we will treat them. We will let them live, so that no wrath will fall on us because of the oath we swore to them. They continued, Let them live, but let them be woodcutters and water carriers for the whole congregation. So the leaders kept their promise. Then Joshua summoned the Gibeonites and said, why did you deceive us by telling us you live far away from us, when in fact you live among us? Now therefore you are under a curse and will perpetually serve as woodcutters and water carriers for the house of my God. The Gibeonites answered, Your servants were told clearly, 
that the Lord your God had commanded his servant Moses to give you all the land and wipe out all its inhabitants before you. So we greatly feared for our lives because of you, and that is why we have done this. Now we are in your hands. Do to us whatever seems good and right to you. So Joshua did this, and delivered them from the hands of the Israelites, and they did not kill the Gibeonites. On that day he made them woodcutters and water-carriers, as they are to this day, for the congregation of the Lord, and for the altar at the place he would choose. Joshua 10 Now Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, heard that Joshua had captured Ai and devoted it to destruction, doing to Ai and its king as he had done to Jericho and its king and that the people of Gibeon had made peace with Israel and were living near them. So Adonai Zedek and his people were greatly alarmed, because Gibeon was a great city, like one of the royal cities. It was larger than Ai, and all its men were mighty. Therefore Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, sent word to Hoham, king of Hebron, Piram, king of Jarmuth, Jephiah, king of Lachish, and Deber king of Eglon, saying, Come up and help me. We will attack Gibeon, because they have made peace with Joshua and the Israelites. So the five kings of the Amorites, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon, joined forces and advanced with all their armies. They camped before Gibeon and made war against it. Then the men of Gibeon sent word to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal. Do not abandon your servants. Come quickly and save us. Help us, because all the kings of the Amorites from the hill country have joined forces against us. So Joshua and his whole army, including all the mighty men of valor, came from Gilgal. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid of them, for I have delivered them into your hand. Not one of them shall stand against you. After marching all night from Gilgal, Joshua caught them by surprise, and the Lord threw them into confusion before Israel, who defeated them in a great slaughter at Gibeon, pursued them along the ascent to Beth Horon, and struck them down as far as Azekah and Makeda. As they fled before Israel along the descent from Beth Horon to Azekah, the Lord cast down on them large hailstones from the sky and more of them were killed by the hailstones than by the swords of the Israelites. On the day that the Lord gave the Amorites over to the Israelites, Joshua spoke to the Lord in the presence of Israel. O sun, stand still over Gibeon, O moon, over the valley of Ijalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped until the nation took vengeance upon its enemies. Is this not written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stopped in the middle of the sky, and delayed going down about a full day. There has been no day like it before or since, when the Lord listened to the voice of a man, because the Lord fought for Israel. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp at Gilgal. Now the five kings had fled and hidden in the cave at Makeda, and Joshua was informed, The five kings have been found, they are hiding in the cave at Makeda. So Joshua said, Roll large stones against the mouth of the cave, 
and post men there to guard them. But you do not stop there. Pursue your enemies and attack them from behind. Do not let them reach their cities, for the Lord your God has delivered them into your hand. So Joshua and the Israelites continued to inflict a terrible slaughter until they had finished them off, and the remaining survivors retreated to the fortified cities. The whole army returned safely to Joshua in the camp at Makeda, and no one dared to utter a word against the Israelites. Then Joshua said, Open the mouth of the cave and bring those five kings out to me. So they brought the five kings out of the cave, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Charmuth, Lachish, and Eglon. When they had brought the kings to Joshua, he summoned all the men of Israel and said to the army commanders who had accompanied him, Come here and put your feet on the necks of these kings. So the commanders came forward and put their feet on their necks. Do not be afraid or discouraged, Joshua said. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord will do this to all the enemies you fight. After this, Joshua struck down and killed the kings, and he hung their bodies on five trees and left them there until evening. At sunset, Joshua ordered that they be taken down from the trees and thrown into the cave in which they had hidden. Then large stones were placed against the mouth of the cave, and the stones are there to this day. On that day Joshua captured Makeda and put it to the sword along with its king. He devoted to destruction everyone in the city, leaving no survivors. So he did to the king of Makeda as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Makeda to Libna, and fought against Libna. And the Lord also delivered that city and its king into the hand of Israel. And Joshua put all the people to the sword, leaving no survivors. And he did to the king of Libna as he had done to the king of Jericho. And Joshua and all Israel with him moved on from Libna to Lachish. They laid siege to it and fought against it. And the Lord delivered Lachish into the hand of Israel, and Joshua captured it on the second day. He put all the people to the sword, just as he had done to Libna. At that time Horam king of Gezer went to help Lachish, but Joshua struck him down along with his people, leaving no survivors. So Joshua moved on from Lachish to Eglon, and all Israel with him. They laid siege to it and fought against it. That day they captured Eglon and put it to the sword. And Joshua devoted to destruction everyone in the city, just as he had done to Lachish. Then Joshua and all Israel with him went up from Eglon to Hebron and fought against it. They captured it and put to the sword its king, all its villages, and all the people. Joshua left no survivors, just as he had done at Eglon. He devoted to destruction Hebron and everyone in it. Finally, Joshua and all Israel with him turned toward Deber and fought against it. And they captured Deber, its king, and all its villages. They put them to the sword and devoted to destruction everyone in the city, leaving no survivors. Joshua did to Deber and its king as he had done to Hebron and as he had done to Libna and its king. 
So Joshua conquered the whole region, the hill country, the Negev, the foothills, and the slopes, together with all their kings, leaving no survivors. He devoted to destruction everything that breathed, just as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded. Joshua conquered the area from Kadesh Barnea to Gaza, and the whole region of Goshen as far as Gibeon. And because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel, Joshua captured all these kings and their land in one campaign. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp at Gilgal. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at listentogodsword.org.